What's good, family? It's your boy Trader Rules from Real Last Conversations, and I get a question all the time. How do I make a podcast? And what I make my podcast on is Anchor.fm. Anchor is a free app that allows you to make your podcast anywhere from your phone or your computer. You can make money off of this. So please add to your podcast either in the beginning or in the middle. That's free game right there. You have everything in one place. So please download an Anchor free app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Please. Let's make this money together, y'all. Love. What's good, family? It's your boy, Trader Brothers from Real Last Conversations. It's episode number 34. Episode number 34. It's already September 1st. The year is almost over. It feels like it's so crazy. But you know I had to come out with a new episode. Today I have a good guest with me. Uh, We go back to high school. And honestly, I had a lot of questions that I didn't know who to ask. And she stepped up to the plate, so I really appreciate it. So I just wanted to pass it off to my homegirl, C. So let me know who you are and what you do. Hey, my name's Sierra. Um, I'm an excited dancer and I do a lot of other stuff, but yeah, I'm a hustler. Real hustler, for real. <laughs> and uh, so I appreciate you coming on. Uh, this is your first time being recorded on the podcast, anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's going to be a good experience, trust me, just because it's a normal conversation and we just Word. go through it. And uh, what really got me to really want to, like, speak to somebody uh, is because uh, are you part of the LGBTQ community? I am. I'm uh, pansexual. Oh, can you, can you, like, explain that for the audience if they don't know? Uh, well, a lot of people call it selfish. <laughs> um, but I uh, enjoy the company of females, males, and transgender, um, as well as hermaphrodites. Okay, so what are you most attracted to out of all of those? Or is they all just the same? Uh, mostly the same. Different strokes for different folks type deal. Uh, not everybody's the same, so not, not everybody's going to get my attention. Okay, so do you notice you like each one for different reasons? Like, do you like this one because they're masculine, this one because they bring out the feminine side of you? I, I, w- I would say yeah. I would say yeah. Um... It depends on who who the person is for to get uh, a masculine or a feminine reaction out of me as well. Okay, so you you got you got many layers to you. Okay, I feel you yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So the real uh question I had when it comes to that realm is uh have you saw the little boozy in Breakfast Club interview? No, I didn't see the little boozy one. But I, I heard a lot about the, the the baby and his issues. Yeah. So with with the baby, I kind of feel like it's just black people being black people and getting caught up in yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't really kind of I feel like the hit the issue with people were mad because he didn't apologize afterwards about it. You know. Right. But a lot of time, well, a lot of things that he said at that concert to me personally, I heard at clubs and parties my whole life growing up. So it's right. kind of like, how come DJs can say it, but this person who's a rapper, I guess, who has a higher platform than, than DJs cannot say it. It's kind of like you taking the double culture standard. out of it. Yeah, double <laughs> standards, you know? So you're taking the culture out of it. So I don't really blame the baby on it, but for a Lil right. Boozy, the issue, the, I don't have an issue with Lil Boozy. I actually kind of got more respect for Lil Boozy because I, I didn't know the whole situation. But mm-hmm. pretty much, he, uh, I think the, the first statement they got on him about was, he was saying that I guess Little Nas said he wanted Little Nas X said he wanted to perform naked in front of kids and stuff like that, and Little Boozy was like, if uh, he ever performed naked in front of my kids, I pretty much will drag him off stage and beat beat him up kind of thing. So they oh. were just so they got on him saying like, you know, how can you be so inconsiderate? This, that, and the third, and he was pretty much was saying like, you know, if any person like man or female got well, naked I was in about front to say of, that's not really like a exactly it's not really like a sexual orientation topic it's just yo i'm not trying to have somebody naked in front of my kid 
Exactly. And he was just saying that. But they was like, but you you found with like strippers being around your teenager and stuff like that. So he got he got kind of caught up with that. But what he was really cool. trying to say was is that he feel like media nowadays are trying to influence our youth through things that they show. So they're trying to show more, how can I say, more sexual preference options out there for kids. So say like on these kids shows, they might like Sesame Street, they might show like a a Two lesbian parents, you know what I'm saying? And as a six-year-old, he's he's saying, like, I don't want my kid influenced by this. So my question to you was, since you're in that community, did you feel like the stuff you watched as a kid influenced who you turned out to be, or was it just meant to be? Honestly, I feel like it was meant to be. I didn't go on through uh, the stage of, oh, I like this, I like this, maybe I'm this thinking I was bisexual for very long. And, you know, when I got encountered with my first transsexual or transgender, and it changed it changed my outlook on things. So I, I don't think that the TV is, or media itself is going to influence anybody because anybody can be influenced by something outside of that. I remember I had this conversation with this girl I was messing with, and it was like we watched we were watching Futurama before we was like you know about to go to bed, and it mm. was showing like pretty much somebody like cross dressing, and I said mm. something to her, and I was just like you know I said it's crazy how you don't really notice like all this the stuff they put in your your shows until you get older pretty much, and she like what you mean? I said honestly I said I don't think I would I noticed this as a kid, but I said honestly I wouldn't want my kid watching this. And she was just like, well, I feel like your kid's going to watch what he want, whatever he watches turns out to be whoever he want to be. And I personally believe it's like, no, like sometimes parents can censor what their kids watch. Sometimes that might backfire on the parent because the kid might go out there and find it anyway. But it's just like you growing up and being a parent, like say a sex scene come on in a movie, you close your kid eyes because you don't want them to start thinking thoughts of sex as a, as a kid. At least that's how my household was growing up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know how everybody else is, but my, my, my parents used to like close my eyes and tell me to go to the other room so I wouldn't be open to it. So mm. obviously, media must do something to you because I don't think you, I don't think you'll be like, oh, I like this or oh, this is a possibility until you actually well, see it for yourself. You gotta understand, not everybody is in just uh, influenced by social media. You got like. You know, there's the statistic of people that are in the LGBT community that most of us have been touched or molested. So you got you got that, and that's not just because I hey I'm watching that on TV. No, somebody close to me or a family member or you know all that stuff could have contributed to you know who that person is. It's, it's not just the social or or the media part of it. It's the lifestyle. No, this this is very true. As I said, I feel like it's a, it's a touchy subject. I just didn't like the fact that, you know, some people just feel like media has nothing to do with it. I'm not saying media. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying media or TV has everything to do with it. But I feel like if a parent feels like they don't want to see, they, they don't want their kids to see, like, any shows showing, like, you know, any, like, sexual preferences or sexual behaviors that's up to mm-hmm. that parent to do you know what i'm saying i feel like it shouldn't mm-hmm. be to the point where i feel like in america you got to be so politi- politically correct and make everybody happy where it's just like you know that this works for this household pretty right. much like if it doesn't work for you that's perfectly fine we ain't trying to tell you to change how you are but i feel like especially now like when i see a lot of the media and like not even going against the lg uh btq community it just feels like people are just people are getting are getting blackballed for things they're saying where just like that's how they was raised. So why are we making right. like why are we getting mad for like you know like at the end of the day it's, for me it's like if everybody wants equality, everybody has to get the same treatment. Like I mean right. everybody gets talked about, and I feel like it gets to the point where it's like if it but if it's of all somebody getting like physically harmed, that's when it's an issue, for me personally. Yeah. But yeah, I never, I never, I never thought about the other aspect of it. It was just funny to me. Like on the interview, they just kept trying to like get Boozy to change his mindset, and he was just like, "Nah." He's like, "I have the right to believe what I want to believe." He said, "I'm from a different era of old school, you know, where a right. lot of that stuff wasn't tolerated. So if y'all don't like it, y'all don't like it." And they, right. and they had like a big deal over Boozy, but I'm just like, you know, 
I just wanted to see somebody in that world, see how they feel. Because Boozy was just pretty much saying, he was like, honestly, he said, anybody that I know who's like in, in that community, they love me. Like, I never heard any any bad, bad feedback besides through Facebook and social media, which is probably true. Right. Okay. Well, that was just... I, I wouldn't really agree with that, so. Okay, well. That was the serious part of the conversation. So now let's get into the spicy part of the conversation. <laughs> so I ain't gonna lie, I follow you on Twitter. You know, I I, I see I see uh the the work you do. So you said you <laughs> define yourself as uh exotic dancer and, and other things. What, what what could the other things be? Um, well, I make resin ashtrays and rolling trays. So that's that. Okay. Um, I do a little bit of tattooing. Um, I draw, paint, cosplay, make artists. I do a little bit of hair. <laughs> like I got, I got a lot of talent. Okay. So how did you get? But, so how did you first get into exotic dancing? Uh, <laughs> I felt like it was kind of bound to be that way because I, I was a very good dancer. I've always been like in the entertainment, performing for, you know, a lot of people and stuff growing up. So being in front of a crowd wasn't really nothing new to me. And I was already a good dancer. And then being an athlete made me strong. So <laughs> it was just hand in hand. Do you remember your first night? Do I remember my first night? I do. I do. And how, how, was the, how was the feelings? How was that experience? Uh, it was a little bit nervous, but after I got over the nerves and I just, you know, got lost in the music, it was, it was up from there. I got, I, I felt like baby doll from Sucker Punch because the way people would look at me, the way I would dance. Oh man. So I always want, I always, always want to know is like, so is, I don't know. I guess y'all, I guess y'all like y'all ladies locker room where I get ready yet. Is that life really how it was presented, like, in Players Club? Like, or is those, like, two different worlds? Do, do you think uh, Players Club got you like, any idea what she was getting into? Okay. It's a little bit like that. It's not It's not sure how to beginner stripper thing. It's not really like that. But it can get that way. I can tell you it definitely can get that way. Fires, money problems, drama. It definitely is. That is the world of a stripper. <laughs> so was it easy to find somebody to trust you at first kind of few nights? Or was you kind of like, like, all right, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know who's trying to use me kind of thing. Talking about like the other uh, ladies in the back. Yeah, it definitely is a, a trial and error type of thing. You either have the opportunity, uh, you make it or miss it. So it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of money chasing going on right now. Like, even to where there's a word, there's a word that they use called roaching. And um, roaching in the strip world is when either a celebrity or somebody that's in the club that's throwing a lot of money, girls would just crowd around and just get on the floor and pick up the money. It wouldn't dance, nothing. They call that roaching. So it's kind of hard when you got stuff like that going on. And you got to make your money by type, almost by type any means in the club. It's a, a lot of tension, a lot of fights, a lot of arguing. It can get down to it. But if you play your money right, keep your mouth shut, pay attention, normally can not be in the drama. Okay. So h- how many uh, cities or places did you have you performed at? Danced in Atlanta, danced in Miami, danced in Houston, danced in L.A. Okay. So... A question, you said you're going to name all of them. So my question is this, who shows, like, so who shows up much love when it comes to, like, you know, throwing money and what, what place didn't show that much love at all? Like, what place would you go to every time and be like, this is my spot, I know I'm going to get my okay, money Okay, well, up. it really depends sometimes who you know uh, to start things off. The networking can help your money and help your bag. I would say Houston showed me the most love like i've never seen so much money in my life la was the toughest one because it was a lot of a lot of influencing and and uh models and stuff from ig so you got to compete with all of that and it's like 
if you not looking like something, then you ain't nothing for real, for real. <laughs> nah, that's, that's uh, I definitely heard that like in uh on a podcast recently that a girl was going out to like to the West Coast just to be a bartender. And she was saying like probably like pretty much uh like a, yeah, a, a, a bartender, and she's pretty much saying like she like she was beautiful too. She was like, but she couldn't like get any place. Every place had like a a different like set of standard for beauty. Like some yep. was like slim and slender, some was just like you know just pretty face, big boobs kind of thing. Yeah. Or some just didn't cater to black girls like that. It was like only two yep. or three that catered to black girls. So I definitely yep. uh I feel you on that. But as, uh, to the point of who you know. So, have you ever performed in front of people you like you knew or you grew up with? Uh, <laughs> I want to tell the truth. I hate performing for uh, dudes that I know from back home. I hate it. Why? I hate Why? Because it's not y'all just coming in and looking at me or whatever. But it's a support thing. Like, if if I'm showing y'all support with whatever y'all doing, and you come into my establishment. Don't make me look bad by saying, hey, I know them niggas. Because some, I, yo, when I was in Vanity, and I would say, like, hey, I know them. I grew up to them. I went to school with them. I would have girls come back to me and say, they broke. Uh, <laughs> like, and I, I stopped saying that. I stopped saying I know people now. Yo, yo. Sad thing is, I, I, I know that's very true. That is very true. I mean, I don't know. Like, I. I I didn't I never I never been to I never been to none of the real strip clubs out in New Jersey, but to me it's like whenever I go out my homeboy, they be, they just have they got one, they like, got like a hundred to get yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, they got money That's to get it. in there, but it's like once they get in there, it's just like all right, so we just like going to just be on a wall watching kind of thing. So it's, yeah, it's, it's I, definitely and that different. Kind of hurts business though. That really does hurt business if you're not in there spending money, getting drinks at least, or you know. Doing something productive where we feel like you contributing to why you in here and not just looking at us. Like, <laughs> we don't make money by y'all looking at us. No, exactly. And I feel like, I don't know whether it's a New Jersey thing. I know the the uh, the club, like the clubs up in New York be pretty good. But I know down south, like, motherfuckers be spending mad money. It's just like the way of life out here. Like, <laughs> that's why I know I, Houston, I mean, you got, got show love. I mean, like, there is, uh, you know, the controversy. I don't I don't know if, you know, you've heard word of it, but there's, like, the dancer, bartender, bottle girl beef, type beef. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot. Like, sometimes, you know, the clubs favor the bottle and the bartender more than they favor the dancers that work there. It's, it, and I would say I, got, I agree with the girl that you were talking about earlier. Like, it definitely is, like, I can work sometimes in white places because of the way I dance and the way I look. But then there's places that I've worked at that have been racist. And it's so crazy that I've even gotten a chance to work there because other girls have been turned down. And I've been at clubs where it's more customer, the more customers are predominantly white. I'll get on stage. The customers that are sitting on stage will get up because I am blacker. But and then until they see me dance, <laughs> that's, that's like whole different. I'd be like, oh, okay. She, uh, you shouldn't have to judge crap. me by just because of what I look like when I first come out on the stage. Yeah, because what I notice sometimes is this. So uh, I call it the booty club and the titty club, like two different clubs. Mm-hmm. I went to Missouri. I went to a, like a predominantly white school. So mm-hmm. I remember when they said we're going to have to go to a strip club, I'm like excited. I'm thinking we're going to go to the strip club. I see on like shows I watch, like ass shaking, right. all of this. <laughs> I go there, it just pretty much just like white girls with big ass titties just like just shaking them in your face. And I'm just like, and yo, my friends oh, no. are so excited and I'm just like, yo, this is like what we came out here for. Like oh, this no. is this is not it. But you can go to places in St. Louis or you can go to places like I went down south where you go to like a booty club where you see ass shaking, people actually doing like tricks on the pole, stuff like that. So whenever right. I see white strippers, I always think of like lazy stripping, to be honest. Like I don't Oh, I, See, too, lo- I many pole love assassins. that word. <laughs> Lazy strippers. Yeah, like it's like, but the, I feel like they be getting compensated just because I mean they white with titties. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, 
I don't find it like nothing crazy, but like say y'all go to a black strip club, I'ma see some shit. I'ma see like a girl that actually like, you know, do some crazy aerobics on the pole, like all the athletic shit. Well, no, shit, you don't have shaking. to exactly go to a black strip club because I've worked at white strip clubs and I've seen some of the white girls, it depends on one, it depends on the pole. So if you got a short pole, you're definitely not gonna really see that many girls going and doing uh acrobatic stuff on it. A larger pole, you have a better chance. Okay. Okay, so, so, it, when it comes to your your dancing style, what is your strength? Um, I prefer to dance anything like anything that will make the crowd want to throw money, but also like I gotta, you know, bring that out of them. So like, it it, it don't really matter. I I. I'm a very um, broad with my genre of music. So that's why I'm able to work at certain clubs because of the fact that you can't request music all the time. So you have to listen to certain stuff that you don't want to listen to. No, that's facts. So have you ever uh, did like a, a private party? Yeah, <laughs> I've done a few of those. <laughs> so do you feel like the money and experience better with private parties or would you rather just like work at a, a club? Uh, it definitely depends on that. Cause you know, you got different parties, different, um, people that host these parties. Yeah. Um, like so, I've, I've been to a party that my, that I've gotten booked for through somebody else that I danced with and we got there and she, didn't know it was unbeknownst to her that she didn't know that the party was a, a swinging party. So we walking in there, they got a pole and everything. And the guy asked like for one. So I'm getting the ones out and I hear my girlfriend snickering. So I look up and it's a tiny man, bald, bald, just all bald, nude and bald. And I looked and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just walking around naked, yeah. like this nigga's more naked than I am. Like, <laughs> like, what kind of party is this? That's crazy. So, did y'all stay? Did y'all go? I mean, we stayed. Um, as far as you know, what determines somebody staying or leaving from a party, you just gotta give me respect. If I tell you I'm not uh dating, quote unquote dating, if I'm telling you I'm not that person, that type of person, don't think that you're going to get more than what I'm giving you. I came here to perform. I came here to dance, and that's what I'm gonna show you. And I'm gonna be the fuck out. <laughs> like, yeah. but you know, some girls date. Some girls, you know, they get their money other ways. Okay. Yeah, because I will uh, listen to a podcast, and the girl was saying that she preferred private parties just because, like, she. I guess y'all able to bring your own security if y'all feel like it's needed. And she well, said, "Go ahead." You have to. You have to think like when we go to the club, we paying them to work there. So we might be paying them between the lowest amount that they want to charge us to three to $500. Ooh, shit. And that's, and that's the case of where, why we have to do the things we do because we're paying a $500 house fee because there's a celebrity there. I'm going to make my 500 plus because I'm going to make my money back that I spent. And then I got to, that's the only way I'm going to profit. So yeah, if if I if I feel like girls say that private parties are better, they don't have to pay a house fee. They get booked, they get that booking fee, and then everything else is a m- more profit. Yeah, that's exactly what she was saying. She was like, pretty much more money. I don't have to play the cl- uh, play the uh, the club club promoter for like you know for I guess housing you guys, letting y'all do it, y'all y'all business in, in the organization, but. I feel like that's so crazy too that y'all have to pay because it's like y'all y'all the ones bringing in the people. Well, I mean, I do understand once I got the knowledge of what I was paying for. Um, you're paying to rent the stage out. You're basically paying for the space. I definitely understand that, but five hundred dollars a night? Come on now, like that's, that's yeah. Then you basically paying to be in the club with the celebrity, like for real. And it's not a guarantee. Like there's certain celebrities I won't work for. You already know. Yeah, because I know. You don't gotta say one, no name, but can you say what what prof- what profession that the celebrity is in that you feel like 
don't be really uh, tipping no money with professions. Okay, there's I mean it's two. I would say it's two professions. You have there. There's niggas in the music industry that will either won't throw money or uh pick one girl. That probably my ass. <laughs> and then yeah. there's 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 a person in the boxing industry that I preferably not to work for. Okay, so a lot of times I hear girls say that the basketball players uh uh get more money than the football players. Do you feel like that's true? You the fact the 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 basketball players make more than the football players? No, that they be given more money at the club. I heard a lot of times they say NFL players don't really be uh don't I, really be uh, throwing money like that. They say a lot of times I would say I would say players. that's a preference though, you know, cuz every every celebrity that I've actually talked to outside of the club has been a football player. Okay, get some love for the football players. I'm an ex-football player. Yeah, well, I think it's because of the athletic part of me. They they look at my legs and be like, "Wow." <laughs> like, oh, you, you you did you did something before this. Yeah, you did, you you used to be an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, so uh all right, so there's a lot of dancing. So, I also know you do OnlyFans. Is that true? I do. I I do. I have OnlyFans and I have um I actually have a Pornhub as well. Was you nervous getting into that space, or were you just like, it's another hustle? Oh, man, yes, yes. It was very nerve-wracking because <laughs> my my parents, and a lot of, I get a lot of asked questions of, you know, what do my parents think? And they both know what I do. Ooh. I'm very open with my, I'm more open with my father than my mother, but mm. I tease my mom. I, I be telling her stuff just, you know, annoy her. <laughs> like... I'd be like, hey, let's look, let me tell you what I did today. Like, but um, as long as you know, I I'm not really giving details, but let them know like this is what I'm doing today. I got a party today. I got this today. They're not gonna sit there and be like judgmental of me. They know who I am. They know how I am. <laughs> so my my real question to that is like, whenever I know people that do, do that, are you ever fearful that like one day like? Like, your, your kid might see it in the future, or are you just kind of like, you know, you cross that bridge if you cross it? I'm, I feel like if it happens, it happens. My my child is very intelligent. Um, when, it came, when it came down to when I was growing up, I knew a bunch of stuff that my mom did sexually. And I, I wouldn't say it influenced me or disfluenced me. Um... But it was something that I knew, and it was just like I wish I did. <laughs> like, so I mean, when it when it comes to the time where I have to talk about that, maybe that's something I would talk about and sit down and talk to her. Then, depending on you know when that happens. But um, as far as like somebody else, I I get people that come up and ask, "Hey, I seen you on," <laughs> or you know, people come up to me that know me that you know go through stuff and be like hey can i ask you something i've seen you on <laughs> shit shit that was me because i remember you uh i i mean i mean i made a twitter like a year ago and i saw it uh, we, we connected and i saw your stuff and i was just like damn i was like <laughs> i, I, I want to ask questions but i'm like i don't i feel like it's so weird just to be like hey so how's this experience going you know is this I a mean, weird thing to bring up i mean you gotta you gotta think you you know me in high school you know my, my about my reputation. So it's either I'm going to have that hurt me or I'm going to have that help me. No, that's true. And what I was wanted to tell you, too, what I respect so much about you is a lot of people don't know who I'm talking to right now. But, you know, a lot of people will talk and be like, yeah, like you went to this, that, and the third. But I feel like at the end of the day, you own whatever people were saying and you stuck to who you were. And I always respected yeah. that about you. I respect that about anybody. Like, I never like, you know, talking about people or labeling anybody. I just feel like if people are just, like, un unapologetic of who they are and just real, they get my respect regardless. And when I saw oh, it, I was, I saw I was like, okay, I said she doing her shit because I saw you. I saw you was dancing. And I saw the whole, uh, that's all the whole uh, OnlyFans thing. So my thing is, do you feel like OnlyFans had like brought in like good enough revenue for it to be an option for you, or do you feel like uh, I might get rid of it, or how do you feel about it? Um, I'm on the fence with this. So it's I get posting reminders, 
because I don't feel that if I'm going to post something, it's going to be something that I feel like I, I would watch myself. Um, growing up, you know, I watched a lot of porn and, you know, not because of so what job, I enjoyed what, to watch it, so, but I, I wanted to know what, what was going on. <laughs> oh, I used to like, I used to like it. I used, I, I, I used to watch for all those reasons. But what, what, what category did you used to search when you was uh, younger? Like what, what, what was the stuff you used to be into when it came to porn? <laughs> Okay, my my, my uh, go to when I was younger growing up was uh, the hentai. And- <laughs> For real, <laughs> I go a lot. I used to watch it, but I used to also like. I, I never got turned on by it. Cause it used to be like a bunch of like tentacles and like just a okay, pit, not that the- type of hentai. Like regular. Are I you talking about watch, like you- uh, like the Simpsons doing stuff and and. Danny uh, Phantom, all that type of yeah, stuff. Like, yeah. Cause I was already looking at the cartoons and I was already like feeling some type of way about the cartoons, which you uh, know, some people, you had to think for Danny. Little, huh. A little crush or something on a cartoon. <laughs> okay, okay. That's that's funny as hell. Okay, so you went from hentai and you went to what? Um She Mills. What? But it yeah, it was <laughs> Yo, this is going okay, totally it, it was it wasn't like I had to find, I'm very picky, very, very picky. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I was just going and watching and feeling like, oh, yo, I like this. No, it was like, it was the ones with the massively huge jaws, yo. <laughs> yo, like. <laughs> and, but they had to look like a female. They couldn't have, like, look like a male in the face. They had to look like a pretty female. So if you had a pinpoint of age, you was, you was, you just looking this up. What age if you had a pinpoint? Uh,. Like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I. I mean, I lost my virginity at fourteen. So, nah. I about to say, I ain't started. I, no, I, I think I started watching porn like around thirteen. My porn journey was funny, but yeah, okay. You <laughs> lost around fourteen. Nah, cause I about to say when I first started watching it, I started watching like you know that the bullshit, like the Showtime, HBO, softcore kind of porn is like. You see yeah, all this soft porn did did somewhat to me. Yeah, like, it, it was it was you know, oh that one channel where it would be like a bunch of stuff from the area around or something like you know that one TV that channel. It was like thirty five or something back in the day, oh, and I you like change it and you have like club. Yo, it used to have like club music. It used to have everything on it like around in the county. Damn, I and was then a like. Hip. And then, like, some sometimes you could catch porn on it. <laughs> nah, I remember nah, I remember it used to be Showtime, HBO, and I used to watch uh, BET Uncut. I used to stay up late for that. But then when I got to uh, high school, I know you remember Peyton. Peyton used to sell porn. So, what? Yeah, he used to sell porn. Like, he used to sell, like, five for 20. <laughs> Yo, five DVDs for twenty. Don't even look like the type, bro. Like, yo, you won't. You don't even understand. Like, we was all in band. Like, and I just met the dude, <laughs> and like my boy Sipo was like, yo, like, yo, Peyton selling like some, like some, like some porn CDs, and I'm just like, oh, oh wow. what he got? He got like the big, the big wet black asses volume threes. <laughs> All this so like I never really seen no black porn, so I'm just like, yo, these are black girls' fat asses, like. Yo, take my lunch money. Like, it'd be like four, five, five for twenty. Like, have my lunch money for a week. Fuck it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna take oh, these. Wow. And like, literally, he was my supplier from like, <laughs> like I, I think oh, like the wow. first two years. Like afterward, that's when like the internet started advancing more and more. You know what I'm saying? Well, but, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Like before, before I got into the stuff online, my mom had a bunch of mags, so I was I was looking at the mags before anything. And I'm like, I never. I used to watch. I'm like, these. how did they get they split like that? <laughs> <laughs> I used to, I used to watch the mad, but I don't know. I kind of like the action more than the vid. I, you know what I'm saying? I used to be like, okay, like I used to have like some friends that used to have like porn match from like their dad's stash and stuff like that. I used to be like, all right, this is cool. But I, I don't see know. The I think amateur thing. porn really be the best though. Nah, I'd definitely be. I about to say like the my go to was like Ebony Amateur, and I honestly I know it was weird, but growing up like like I say in high school. I used to like uh, I used to like black chicks, white dicks, yo. Like I don't know why. Really? 
I used to I used to like it because like for I felt like the white dudes would fuck black girls more realistically. Like I feel like the black dudes I I feel like whenever I saw Ebony like pouring back in the day, I feel like the dudes used to just be too cool with. It. I'm like I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna. Be oh this. yeah, that's just for the show. Yeah, I, I'm not like, gonna be that cool all... with some ass. I want I want to picture myself in that pussy. Too. I want me to feel like all right, this is what I would do. I feel like white guys would would, would fuck black girls like how. Oh my goodness, I no. You said no. That's not it. <laughs> you said that's not it. Yo, I honestly, it's I guess because what you see on porn is way, way different than oh, what yeah. you see in real life. Oh, yeah, oh no, come on, yeah. Well, like once I, I ain't lose my virginity until I was nineteen, so I was a little bit like a little bit older. But it was just like it's totally different than what you see on on the thing. But my thing is, it's just like. I know I'm not going to be all Mr. Cool and a pussy, though. Like, I'm going to show some type of emotion <laughs> in that motherfucker. Like, so, so my question to you, are you, do you, the, do you like the fast digging her guts pumps, or do you like, like, the slow stroke, she busting everywhere type shit? If I first started off, I like this, like, the slow strokes, different things like that. I feel like once I'm in a relationship, then I can start, you know, going different tempos with you because i feel like all right you know we gotta we gotta spice things up we can't just make love every fucking oh night. yeah you know a I lot mean? of people don't think that that's yeah i feel like if you really want to enjoy sex you have to be open-minded because yeah. you don't know what the fuck you really like when i was like you know just going all crazy it was probably in college when you just like all right you know we young wild and free but now me being older, like, nah, let's slow it up a little bit. Like, I, don't, I ain't trying to rush through this. I'm trying to enjoy all of it. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's tempos throughout it. Sometimes you might go slow. Sometimes you might go fast. A little, you know, you got to switch it up. But I feel like right now I like, you know, the, the slow tempo kind of thing. So what? how do you feel? Did you see about Trick Daddy trending? About getting his booty ate? Yes. Man, I'm sorry, yo. Ain't no booty play. <laughs> yo, and my thing is, is like, I, nobody eating eat my butt going in my booty hole. I'm sorry. That's just me. But do you do you, do you feel that way because of what? You don't feel that you're, it, you're it, just not going to like it? Or do you feel that you... To, you to me, feel I feel it, like it's vulnerable. I feel vulnerable. I feel like I don't want to... I don't want to be put in a, in a position where I feel like I'm vulnerable. And that's the whole thing. And my thing is, I'm not even... So I never ate ass before, but my thing is this: I will eat my wife's. Like if it's a lady I know I'm gonna marry, I'm gonna eat my wife's ass. I want that to be a privilege that goes to her. So I don't mm-hmm. be out here just eating all ass and like I'm, I know there's a few girls that like it, but I be like, you know, that's just not just not me. Mm-hmm. We talk about it before. I don't even like getting my uh like my uh taint lick like that. Like and it's funny because I don't like because I feel like it's like it's like weird or gay or anything like that. It's just the fact that you know. I feel like sometimes when girls say they real good at head, they want to get all like fancy, they just start going crazy under the balls on your taint. I'd be like, Yo, what the fuck are you doing? I don't feel anything from that. Like, uh, <laughs> personally, me, I know maybe some guys might have some sensation down there, but I'm just like, it doesn't do much for me. So it's just like, all right, I know I'm not too into okay, that. Well, I did, when I did my research, I, you know, found out that man G spies in his ass. And, Man, I I just took that and ran away with it. Like so you, I used to be attacking the booty hole. Like what's going on? Do I get attacked in my booty hole? I said you used to be attacking your man's booty hole. Like what's going on? I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> right, okay, said, you said it's you not like you, you started going crazy after that. Go ahead. I mean, okay, I've ate a few men's booties before, and do you make sure they shower beforehand? Yes, it's it's a whole cleaning process with me. I'm very if I'm gonna get dirty, I'm gonna get clean before I get dirty. You know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> that's that's a good way to put it. Like I don't I don't want to be dirty and then get extra dirty and then something happen and I'll be like, what the fuck is this? But I'd rather you know be clean. You know, I even had men that you know I've ate and. They had to ask me, you know, you for beforehand because I'm like, yeah, no, we're not doing that until you get a shower and get clean and then, you know, open up your booty cheeks. <laughs> oh, no, man. So, you feel me? Like, I've had men ask me, like, how to properly clean themselves because I don't, if, if I don't feel that you're clean enough for me, I'm not going to put my mouth on you. So, uh, real quick, for this is my question is. So when you be eating the guy ass out, do you be having his his uh, legs up or you he be bent over? 
like, like, so that's my okay, thing. Okay, like, I've, I've, I've only, I've never ate a man's ass with his legs up, but yeah. I pegged, I pegged a dude with his legs up. Yo, and he was a, he was a straight man, or was he like straight man, straight man? Gosh, peg this I feel down. like I don't know. I feel like it's something about me that men just want to give me their ass. Mm, I, I'm... Like I, I, I say that the same way Sydney Star feel about sucking a man dick from the back is the same way I feel about eating a man's ass. And yeah, and let me just <laughs> let me let me just start right here quick. Also, it's, there's no king shame here. I'm not king shame. It's just for me. I'm just thinking like, wow, like. There's some guys that really like that shit. And it's just like, to me, it's like, I just can't wrap my head around it. But yo, and a lot of these porns I'm watching now, a lot of these girls are sucking niggas dick from the back. What's going on with this? Like, oh, this a trend? man, I did that. I did that. <laughs> before that was even turned in like is this like like what's going on like like i, I want to know I, like like was it just something you were just like yo let me try that a guy did ask you to try it because i don't I think, get... okay the only person i stuck the dick from the back was my big father and and it's a way you had to do it either either he going to be on his fours or he gonna be laying down on his stomach and it's, it's all depends on the person but i feel like one in the different um positions and stuff like that when your when your dick is pointing down all the blood goes down and makes you come faster so all the all the blood is getting sucked f- from <laughs> from backwards so, so you're getting like this weird sensation so all, I guess that's what all the hype's about all I'm saying is a girl can't say shit to me if she sucked my dick from the back I'd be like <laughs> I was like, hey, you suck my dick from the back. Like, what are you talking about? You ain't talking about crazy right now. I know for a fact a nigga can't say shit to me if I had my tuck in his ass. That's why. <laughs> like, oh, that's why. Look. That's why I'm not in that realm. You know what I'm saying? That's a slippery slope. All right. So, all right. So, back to OnlyFans. All right. So, what content do you like making the most? Do you like solo? Do you like it with your partner? Like, what? What is your um, your favorite? Um, it, it depends. Like, I like I like solo because. Um, I did solo for a very long time before I started adding people to my uh, OnlyFans and my Pornhub. So it it got me most of my clout before I even started, like, you know, getting features or having features. But there are that few half of people that want to see me do stuff with other people. So I would say both, but it's it just depends on the content. So like if I'm feeling like yo I'm I know my pussy crazy fucking screen crazy creamy crazy I think I need to get this on camera but if I feel like so so how it's do you know how do you know moment, that how you know that just how you feel or what you drunk and ate that day like how you know yeah just no crazy? yeah mostly what I feel like most of the time like the liquid courage always helps me out. Get you in your and, bag. and it just makes me more. Gets you like, feeling loose. Make, make, make you more in your bag. Not, I, I wouldn't say loose. I, I said loose, loose. Loose is a horrible word. I'm sorry. Yeah. It make you. <laughs> it make you just. It make you, you just get more in the moment. I feel like yeah. Yeah, like I've gotten. Okay, I have a. I have a slave, and you know he likes it better when I'm drunk because you can't just say that like that was just normal. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a slave. I was just like, huh? I'm trying to compute over here. Like, did she say she had a slave? Like, where did yeah, you, where did mean, you get your, some, where did you some, get ownership of this slave? Uh, well, I that's what I just call him. I I have other names sometimes, but I just is is, <laughs> is, is is he a type of person that like you know like wear, wear like the leather mask type shit? Okay, no. Okay, I mean, right, I'm not cool. saying that couldn't happen. I just feel like we don't need that because it's not like I'm putting him out somewhere where he needs to be disclosed from his identity. I feel like, yeah, it's just he lets me physically hurt him sometimes. You enjoy causing pain? I don't think I... Yeah, so like, he likes to be he likes to be humiliated. So I would think that that's some slave shit. But like, he likes to be humiliated, likes to be put down and you know like i didn't get it at first until i started 
getting my partner to do the certain, not the same thing, but like certain things that will kind of make me feel belittled. And I feel like me personally, as as a person that gets a lot of money, uh, has has a name a little bit, and uh, you know, a lot of people kind of know me. I wouldn't say like I'm a well known person, but like if you got five people, one of those people gonna know who I am. Talk your shit. But and I feel like it, when it came to you know getting into like the submissive part of sex, is you like really got fit. Commit, either you gonna be like, oh, I'm submissive, or I'm dominant, or I'm a switch. So, what do you like more? It's more about who who it is that will make me get into that mood. Like, so do you I've feel like a- do you kind of compare your your sexual experience to like acting as like you know whatever you what like whatever scene you in whatever partner you're with that they, they bring the best out of you kind of thing kind of. Yeah. Okay. Like I know some some guys that I I can be with that I can really submit to because of the power I know they have, and it's just like I'd rather be submissive to somebody I know that already has some type of power or money or whatever instead of somebody that I feel I outdo. I can't feel that I outdo you, and you can be be dominant to me. That's it's not gonna work. Cause then I'm a, I'm gonna start laughing and feeling like yo like you a little bitch I can't fucking be submissive to you like if I can fuck you in the ass <laughs> if I can fuck you in the ass I don't want you to feel like you can raise your voice to me like so, that's what I mean so so you never did that with your man before I've I've never pegged my my man no okay. I've oh, never. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said fuck. I thought you said eat ass. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, like, right. yeah. If I fuck you, if I can fuck you in the ass, no, you can't raise your voice to me. <laughs> we both take dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, nah. So, what is uh, the craziest thing you ever was asked to do or done when it came to the bedroom? Because I feel like if if pegging it isn't the craziest thing, like, what was it? What's the what's the craziest? See, thing and that's use? so crazy because I don't. I don't think of people's fantasies as crazy. Everybody has something that they really want to do that's going to turn them on, that's going to rock their fucking world. And not everybody feels that it's it's going to be, like, a doable thing. So you got to think, like, I don't take, like, one, not everybody gets turned on by me. Who you fuck don't make me come. So it's it's got a, a lot to do with that. But it's like, I feel like the craziest, the craziest thing was getting hit on the highway in Philly. He was driving, and I was getting hit out. Oh, that nigga was in it to win it. Yeah, huh? like head head down, wasn't no type of visual on the steering wheel, and all I could think was, if I fucking die, this would be a good way to die. <laughs> or, or or maybe you could have been his eyes and you could have been like Yo, no I, can't, I couldn't have been his eyes because the way I was seated okay I was in a passenger seat and my head was on the window and my leg one of my legs was on the windshield and the other one was in the back seat oh he had a spread eagle so yeah I was not looking I wasn't trying to look because then I would have had to dis- I would have sit up over the dashboard <laughs> Okay. All right. Other than other than that, I did I did get on top of my significant other at one point and drove down two ninety five <laughs> while we were doing it. Dang yo, y'all y'all out here fast and furious eleven sixty nine for real fast furious eleven <laughs> this bitch. Now that's hilarious. All right, so. Three quick, uh, three quick fun questions before I let you go. All right, so you okay. you never answer. So f- fast or slow? Slow. Morning or night? Night. Favorite position? Missionary. Yo, a lot of girls don't say that. I I I don't know what it is, but like. Yo, low key, I. I my my favorite is missionary too, but a lot of girls don't say missionary though. I feel like they think it's too basic, and it's like no, like 
that's what I like. <laughs> like, I yeah. like other positions, but the one that really, like, be making me go like that <laughs> is a missionary. Okay. Oh, yeah, I never asked. So, when was the first time you ever squirt? <laughs> well, what age were you? Oh, I was pregnant with my daughter. <laughs> Yo. So, hold I'm on. So, so, how, so, how is it having sex when you're pregnant? Do it feel better to oh you? Oh, my gosh. It's so, it's so much better. It's like, yo, what the freak? Why have I Because of, like, the... <laughs> Yo, God, yo, God's be saying pregnant pussy be better. God's be saying pregnant pussy be better. I think it's because of the blood, though. It's all the blood that goes down there to help the baby, and then it like your box is hot, twenty four fucking seven. Damn, <laughs> but like pocket. I, I had like when I was pregnant, like my daughter, my daughter's father, like he started getting mad because every time I would mess up the bed, and he would be like, "Yo, you, I'm not sleeping in this," like. <laughs> That's why I don't want to do it no more. And I'm like, what? You bugging? <laughs> Yo, hilarious. Well, I just want to. So thank now you. it's a faucet that don't come off. Damn, don't come. You need you. A, <laughs> you need you. A, a, what's that person name? A, a maintenance man. Goddamn. But uh, <laughs> I see. I appreciate you for coming on. <laughs> no problem. Thank you, though. Did you want to drop any social media at all, or you want to uh, just keep it? My okay. Instagram is Queen of Thoughts. Queen of T H O T Z, all one word. Amen. Just because I have thoughts doesn't mean I am one. Feel me? So, so what does thought mean to you? Uh. When you are messy, when you're a messy hoe, like, there's hoes, and you wouldn't believe they hoes. I definitely believe You can't them. be a messy ho- You can't be a hoe and be messy. Yeah, there's some messy hoes out there. Y'all need to quit that shit. <laughs> Stop doing that. But, nah, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate it, C. Thank you. I hope we can do another episode. I think you was a real great guest. No doubt. And, you know, it's all love. Remember, keep it real, y'all. Peace. Thank you.